this morning by being in 5am club because we laughed we laughed yep they laughed at me and my sister because <laughs> we were wiped out this weekend but it's good to laugh and one thing before we get into this conversation this morning it's in my spirit to tell you guys to actually clap for yourselves Woo! yes <laughs> Listen, when you jump out of bed in the morning, I dare you to start clapping. First thing in the morning, especially if you sleep next to your partner. Woo! Yes! Start clapping for yourself. Start clapping in the morning. Literally, did you know that your hands are light portals? So within them, they're massive energy centers. So when you start clapping, it's actually about welcoming new energy in. So when you clap your hands together, you clap the energy inside of yourself. So it's incredible to do. Clap new energy in. Bet y'all didn't know that. Um, so it's amazing to wake up and just clap for yourself. And that's why when we when people do things which we celebrate or appreciate, we go, we clap. We're inviting that energy. Did you guys know that? So it's a good thing before you start your day to wake up in the morning. And I remember I did this for about a week and I literally was like, whoa, yes, whoa. And like my son thought I was crazy, but it's about shifting the energy, shifting the energy to kickstart your day. And it's funny because I named the room Finding Joy or Find Your Joy. And as I went to get my cup of tea after 5 a.m., I noticed that my son was up. And I'm like, Grand Rising, Rising Grand. And he's like, mm. I was like, Grand Rising, Rising Grand. And he's like, mm. and I was like, how are you going to wake up miserable? How do you wake up? Mm, mm, mm. And I shut his door and laughed to myself because I was like, yo, I used to wake up miserable. My family used to call me miserable. Could you imagine? I thought Audacities went on sale in 2021, but they've been buying those Audacities for years. Like, seriously, how dare they call me miserable? But yeah, I was miserable, especially for a season of my pregnancy, child. <laughs> I was miserable. And I think I was miserable because I just didn't know that I had a choice in life. I didn't actually know that you really choose how you feel. I just thought that my feelings were given to me. And when I recognize more and more and more that we choose how we feel, then I just get to choose how I feel, literally. And earlier in the year, I wrote a book and it's called Pick What You Need. And the idea of the book was to get people to start to understand that, is to start to consciously pick vibrations that you want to experience within a day. So today you might wake up and feel miserable, but you can still pick laughter. Today you might wake up and feel tired, but you can still pick um, to find joy, you know? And so I encourage you guys, one thing that I did before I created the sticks called Pick What You Need, like a specific collection was, I would say to people, when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself, what radio station are you tuned into so you know back in the day I remember like with my grandma they would wake up and they would listen to the radio and in the morning it'd probably be the news and the updates of what was happening you know weather wise and around the world and I had to really start to lock off the news because I realized y'all know they speak in one tone and that tone that they're speaking that frequency is designed to not make you feel good and that's why you might wake up feeling great and then you listen to that radio tone, that news tone, and there's no energy within that tone. There's no real expression within that tone. And you'll actually start to recognize the people that do start expressing themselves, mm, they lose their job. And if you've ever been fortunate to look at Oprah's story, Oprah Winfrey, 
her story where she started as like a broadcaster, but she was super compassionate about people. So sometimes when she was telling the story, she would start crying or get emotional, but she couldn't do that in the role that she was playing. And actually that's where she began to create her own journey and her own story, because she actually was getting fired from jobs because she was compassionate. So what I'm saying is there's a tone in the news being um, played and people speaking that is designed to make you feel a certain way. But because it's just, I don't know, nature, or maybe it's just been taught to you, listen to the news, find out what's going on in the world, you know, figure out about your day. No, I don't listen to no news. I don't listen to that frequency of stuff because mm -mm, that is not how I choose to start my day. But that used to be a given. You wake up, you turn on GMTV, no disrespect to those presenters. I love GMTV, but the frequency of it, uh -uh, it wasn't for me. So I say all of that to say, I started to retrain myself to say, okay, cool, when I wake up in the morning, what is the frequency that I wanna be tuned into? And it's a choice. So I started creating this thing called a check-in, where you wake up and you check in with how you feel. Today, I'm tuned into the frequency of joy. I feel joy in my heart. I feel joy. One day I'm going to listen back to this stuff and be seriously embarrassed. But for now, I'm going to be in the moment of being in joy. And when I listen to the joy within myself, I then try and maintain that frequency throughout my day so even if something happens where it could kind of you know mess with my joy I'm like what did you tune into this morning and I'm like joy and then I readjust my radio station my thoughts my feelings my emotions back to joy because we can do that just the same way that some days I wake up and I feel like the frequency that I'm I'm tuned into is almost like a still it's almost like an observational mode. It's almost just like, okay, just observing kindness. And so the more that I became conscious about what it was that I tuned myself into each day, this was a decision. Tanya, what are we tuned in today? We're tuned into happiness. We're tuned, we're tuned into compassion. We're tuned, we're tuned into love. The more that I allowed myself to become conscious about that, guess what, guys? Your girl stopped waking up miserable. Because I just used to be miserable. I don't know if it was, there was a lot of people in the house. I don't know if it's because I had to go to school. I don't know what it was. But what I do know is I've been able to change it. I've been able to transform it. I've been able to create my joy. And fast forward many years to 2021, I wrote a book in January and it was called Pick What You Need. And it was really developing that idea of you get to pick what you need. And maybe just in case you don't know where you're at, guess what? I'll give you a book and some sticks that you could pick daily and read the book and it could show you where you're vibing or it could give you a frequency to tune into. And what I love is I picked up the book today because I wanted to read about joy to you. And I didn't realize that what I started with was joy. And then my second page was laughter. And I love that's where I started. Because I could have chose some of the other ones like healing or patience, you know, or strength or courage. But it didn't start there. And I believe at the time of me writing this, it was so that you can recognize that you can pick joy. You can choose joy. You can pick happiness. They are absolutely your birthright. And you know what I love about them? Picking them feels so damn good. Oh my gosh, picking them feels so damn good. And it feels so good when you pick joy and happiness for yourself. And you stop allowing that to be the job of someone or something else. A lot of our joy and our happiness is in those beautiful little kids, those little old good old kids. Oh, or that beautiful little baby or that amazing partner or that incredible job or your amazing car or your amazing house. But where's the joy and happiness in you? Can you pick it for yourself every day? Can you find it? Can you tune into it? 
And perhaps maybe the most amazing quality question is, how long can you reside in it? Because for some people, picking joy in a moment isn't hard. Picking happiness in a moment isn't hard. But picking joy for a season, and when I say season, I mean three to four months. Now, now, now people got an issue. Picking joy or happiness for a month is hard for some people. But what happens when you start to tune into that frequency every single day? Days become weeks, weeks become months, months become years. And before you know it, you've fired all of those external factors that were having an influence on your joy. Yesterday, I was going through some of the classes that I taught earlier in the year under a course called The Level Up, which will be out soon in a book for all of you. But I was going through the lessons and I'd forgot about some of them because if you don't know by now, one thing you should know is I operate from spirit. Therefore, the only planned thing that I do is to listen to my inner self and to listen to God. That's it, period. I can't tell you what I'm going to do in six months because in six months, God could have me somewhere else. And guess what? I'm so open to it. That's how I've learned to navigate my life in the way that I do. That's how I've learned to manage everything that I have to manage. It is a knowing that God will not give me more than I can manage. So you know what? I'm going to lean on him. I'm going to stay faithful to myself. I'm going to wake up every single day and date myself. And within dating myself and loving myself, every opportunity that I need will easily come to me. Somebody needed to catch that. I hope you got it. I'm gonna wake up every single day and consciously date myself and love myself and every opportunity that I need will easily come to me. I expect to be my best, so I show up like my best. I expect greatness in my life, so I show up like greatness. I expect joy, so I show up like joy. I expect happiness, so I choose to be happy. These are internal jobs. These are internal choices that we can employ ourselves in every day of our lives. And the more that you do it consciously, the more that you pick it, the more that you choose it, is the more that your life begins to reflect it. And no, we're not dead, so we don't flatline in any vibration at all. If you ever have to go to the hospital and be put on a heart monitor, you will see that it goes up and down, up and down, up and down. And when it flatlines, we're dead. So no, we're not going to just flatline that joy. There's going to be experiences within that joy that take us up and down. There's going to be experiences within that happiness, that pain, whatever frequency you choose. But in my personal experience, you can raise the bar. To the experiences that you have, they're in a higher frequency. They're not in a denser one. And if you ever wanna look at something called a vibrational chart, the frequency vibrational chart, you will be able to see on a diagram the frequency that certain emotions land on. So guilt is something like 40, you know, um, resentment is something like 40 to 80. Love is something like 500. Manifestation is something like 900. Joy and these other frequencies are something like 100. So when you want to think about manifesting and aligning and your frequency needs to be at 900, but you constantly reside in guilt, you constantly reside in doubt, you constantly reside in fear at 40 or 80, understand what you're attracting in your life. Because what we put out, we get back. So when we start to amp it up, one of the intentions that I always used to say is I want to vibrate because I recognize that we're all energy, right? And I recognize that everything is made up of atoms and atoms are just moving. So I would say, because I know that my tongue creates, that I want to vibrate 
at a frequency of at least 500, which is love. So when I land on anything, I want to land on love as a minimum. I don't want it to be anything below that. That's something that I would say. And it's something that I believe I practice. And, I, and it's something that I believe that I am. And so when my lowest frequency is love, but manifestation and alignment is up at 900, I still got work to do. But if that up and down dipping that I'm talking about, like in a heart monitor, is between 900 and 500, how beautiful is that? As opposed to going from 500 to 40 or 500 to the 20s. I encourage you guys to go and look at a vibrational frequency chart and look at it and maybe start to use that daily to see where you're vibing, to see where your energy is at, to see if you're actually waking up and actually picking joy, happiness, because all of this stuff is inside job. And if you're employing anybody else, to dictate or be your happiness or anybody else to dictate or be your joy. I want you to fire them forever for good. No one has that power over you. Joy is your portion and it's an inside job. And it's a choice that you can make every single day. Happiness is your portion and it's an inside job and it's a choice that you can make every single day. I may not always have joyful experiences, but hear what? I'm looking for the joy within it. I'm looking for the love within it. I may not always have the most amazing this weekend. Y'all wipe out. I was living two years for this experience that I... <laughs> I didn't experience because I got so drunk. But I found the joy in looking at the videos <laughs> and living back through what I can't remember. But I can still find the joy in the moment. You can find joy in the moment. And one thing that my family is amazing at, <laughs> and it's probably something that we teach each other, but one thing I've taught my family to do is absolutely laugh through anything this may sound really like not like I'm not a sensitive person but sometimes I'll get a call that someone's died and I will start laughing laughing my head off like seriously laughing I watched a video yesterday of something that happened in an island back home and they were on a beach and then gunshots started flying I was cracking up, not, nobody got hurt so no I wasn't laughing because anybody got hurt I was laughing at people's initial reaction and more than anything I was laughing thinking I'm normally there for August Monday if I was there whoa how the hell would I have reacted and I laugh and I laugh because it's easy to pick the pain it's easy to pick the story sometimes it's not so easy to find the joy sometimes it's not so easy to find the happiness Sometimes when people in our family pass and I just look at the way that our family's maneuvering or doing things, I just start bussing up because I remember the spirit of the person. And I think about what the person would be thinking about the way that we're reacting. And it brings me joy. You can find joy in grief. You can find joy in the worst circumstances. Some of us have had terrible relationships. And I kid you not, I remember the moments of joy. And I want us to start to go about our lives hustling for our joy. That's one thing that I've seriously anchored in myself this year. One of my affirmations of the year is Tanya, hustle for your joy. I am hustling for my joy. I've hustled to make a check. I've hustled to make ends meet. I've hustled for so many other stuff. Why can't I hustle for my joy? And when you start hustling for it, then you start aligning with it. I always do a talk on hustling versus alignment. 
but I believe in hustling until it makes sense. So hustle for your joy. Go where feels good. Go what make go and do what makes you happy. And I'm telling you, something incredible will meet you there. And I'm not talking about the happiness that you do to suppress something. That's not happiness. So no, I'm not saying go get lit, do this, do that, go, go take drugs or have a load of sex because that makes you feel good. Mm -mm. A lot of that stuff is to suppress something. Do the real stuff that makes you feel good. The things that you can do when no one is watching, but it fills you up inside. Do more of that and figure out how you can tap into more of that joy. How can you can it? If you could pop that joy and that happiness in a jar, what would it look like? And the more that you start to tune into these frequencies and raise your vibrations in these ways, your life starts to change. And in the beginning of the book, like I said, I wrote about joy. And here's what it says. Joy is possibly one of the most amazing vibrations you can allow yourself to access. As no one can take it away from you, it is an inside job. The time is now. Serve notice on the life and mindset you once had. Declare your house, home, heart, mind, family and spirit under new management. I declare this house is under new management. I declare this mind is under new management. I declare this body is under new management. Wherever you're finding that struggle, declare that it's under new management. It's time to declare yourself free. It's time to be open to new possibilities. It's time to declare and believe that joy is always available to me. This is your time. This is your season. This stick gently reminds you to reach for your desires. Do what needs to be done to grant yourself permission to feel free and experience life with limitless possibilities. A brand new perspective, new awareness and a brand new point of attraction. It's all available to you. And I also love what it says about laughter, because if you know me, <laughs> I genuinely love to laugh. Like, I just love to laugh until I can cry. Like, that feeling, oh my gosh, it's amazing. And sometimes, I'm really, really finding this with dating guys, that people don't think I'm taking them serious because I laugh. I, could, I am taking you serious. I just laugh. I just laugh because <laughs> I really like to laugh and I'm not going to stop laughing. And I always say to people, if you guys ever had the privilege of been at my wedding or seeing me get married and I am not laughing down that aisle, please don't let me marry that man because I'm not. I'm not going to walk down that aisle seriously. There is no way I'm going to act. I might slip. I might dance, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh because probably I'm not going to, I can't believe that somebody's son going here married me. <laughs> but also, I just am not going to like the whole thing of people looking at you. So I'm going to laugh. So then we can all laugh and then everybody can laugh and then no one will see me. That's, that's the stupid stuff that I make up in my mind. But my point is, laughing is my thing. So make sure I'm laughing. And here's what I wrote about laughter. Laughter is life to me. It will always be my favorite therapy. It is legit therapy for your heart, soul, and mind. Laugh. It says laughter is like the medicine that cures everything. It enables your energy to shift instantly. It immediately relaxes your muscles and allows energy to move around your body swiftly. Laughter can immediately change the energy of a space and shift a room. It's a universal language that everyone can relate to and everybody understands. Have you guys noticed, right, that it doesn't matter what language people speak, we all know the language of laughter. And one time I was on a plane. <laughs> yeah, I know we got stories for days. And I was on the way back from burying my auntie. And I used to be scared of flying then. And the plane was doing some dippy, dippity, dippity. I don't know what it thought it was, that, that cartoon program where the plane starts dipping up and down. That's what the plane was doing in real life. And just as we was about to land in Heathrow, like literally a plane came under us and the guy basically had to fly back up and do a U-turn. 
But I was sitting next to a couple of Chinese ladies on like the three seaters. So it was me and them. And they started <laughs> like this laughter. And I kid you not, between them making that noise and me going, because <laughs> I can't speak when I get that level of fear. So it just comes out in these really weird noises. The whole plane was cracking up. There was nothing funny about what happened. There was nothing funny about what we was experiencing. But guess what? Laughter made everybody feel okay. Laughter had everybody absolutely pissing and crying themselves at me and had every all of my family members doing dibs on who was never going to sit next to me on the plane. But the point was, we could all understand laughter. And between them making that noise and then me making that noise and then me laughing at them and then them laughing at me, we just got into this laughing fit. And it was amazing. Laughter actually is a universal language that everybody understands. This stick invites you to use laughter as therapy, to use it as healing and use it to raise your vibes. It gently reminds you that joy is on the inside. A good belly laugh goes a long way. This reminds you to not take life too seriously and stay out of your own way. I always say that life is too serious to be serious. So guys, please have fun with yourselves, enjoy the experience and just know that every single day, you can wake up and choose the frequency that you're tuned into. It's a choice because more often than not, when you're experiencing something that doesn't feel like joy, that doesn't feel like happiness, that doesn't feel like laughter, it's because you've got a tape recorder stuck on repeat in your head of some thoughts that just don't serve you. And you can press stop. You can press stop. And you can choose other thoughts. And so when I said to my son, you know, like, why are you waking up miserable? I was like, no, but you're miserable. I was like, okay, cool. Choose miserable then. He said, <laughs> and I just laughed because I like it when I like to choose miserable. So some of you might just be choosing miserable every day of your lives. <laughs> You could choose something else. Isn't that a beautiful feeling? You can choose to laugh. You can choose joy. You can choose happiness. There's so much other frequencies that you can choose. And I wanted to just give you some little notes that I've left to myself. Number one, it says, your happiness does not depend on what others do. It solely depends on your own vibrational balance. Your happiness does not depend on what others do. It solely depends on your own vibrational balance. What does that mean? Is anybody in the audience want to say what that means to them? I would love it if you did. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody out there? <laughs> Okay, well, to me, to me, it means that we've got to learn to balance ourselves. We've got to learn to bring ourselves into alignment, really with what we want, because that's where we'll find the joy. When you wake up out of your bed every single day, and you're focused on going after what you love, what makes you feel good, what's going to make you feel like you're having an impact or influence in the world in a positive way. That's going to make, allow you to put a smile on someone else's face. Yo, you bounce out of bed. I think I went to sleep at two o'clock or something like that. And I was up at minutes to five for my 5am club. And I feel good. Because I wake up on purpose. I go to sleep in gratitude. Some of you should be on like day 16, 15 of the challenge I set like two weeks ago. And I pray that you're recognizing the impact that it can have in your life by just choosing to have gratitude, by choosing to set intentions, by choosing to affirm your way into a better feeling or state of being. That's what alignment is. Alignment is recognizing 
that you get to choose how you feel. You get to choose your experiences. You get to choose what it is that you want the world to say about you, what it is that you say about you. There's a little dash between the day that we're born and the day that we're gonna die. And I love when Lisa Nichols says, you gotta make that dash dance. Today, we were laughing about the antics at me and you know my sisters over the weekend. And one thing I just said to the group is, yo, my eulogy is gonna be fat. <laughs> I don't do nothing by half, nothing. <laughs> and I say to my sons, like live your best life. Like seriously live your best life. And I knew that I couldn't say that to them if I wasn't willing to live my best life. Yeah, I'm gonna make some mistakes along the way. But one thing I ain't gonna have is no regrets, son. Because I'm intentional about what I do. I was intentional about being wrecked. <laughs> Be intentional and allow yourself to live in um, vibrational balance. Statement number two, the greatest gift you could ever give another is your own happiness. For when you're in a state of joy, happiness or appreciation, you are fully and directly connected to source. I love that. The greatest gift you could ever give another is your own happiness. For when you are in a state of joy, happiness or appreciation, you are fully and directly connected to source. What does that mean? Ooh, I love you, Bev. Grand, rising, rising, grand. Tell me, what does that mean to you? Basically, it feels to me like it's a full circle. So when I, you know, spread happiness and joy and I feel joyous, I, I, hopefully bring joy into every environment I enter. I then feel so joyful. I give thanks and praise. I'm in gratitude to my God. I pray. And because of that prayer, because of that connection, I feel even more joy, which means I sprout it back out into the environment. And so it goes on and on. And it just keeps on going just like a circle. And I'm not, you know, it's just like when you say what comes first, the chicken or the egg. Well, well I mean, I, I beg to say it's my God comes first. Yes. And that's how I keep on feeding it back out. It comes back into me. It goes back out and so on and so forth. I love that. And that's exactly how I feel it. It's like, you know, we all, we're quick to say misery loves company. We love that, right? Like that's just something that everybody says. But when we recognize that when joy comes from the source, when joy comes from the root of who you are, when joy comes from the innerness of your core and you give that kind of joy and you give that kind of happiness, that is infectious, like seriously infectious. You meet people and you're just like, oh my God, like they're just so happy. You know, some happy people irritate people, but it's because they're so damn miserable. <laughs> And see, and that's the kind of impact that we have. So it's like when we have that within ourselves, when we wake up and we pick joy and we wake up and we pick happiness and we just choose to be happy people, it's so infectious. And what I love is it's from God. It's like a direct connection to source. That is so beautiful. And one of the things that I always pray is, God, when people see me, I want them to see you. I want people to know that he's still in the he's still in the business of miracles. He's still in the business of changing lives. He's still in the business of figuring things out that we don't have no idea about. He's still in the business of placing and positioning you in rooms and seasons and things that you didn't even know that you were prepared for. But when you get into there, you're going to propel in there. He's still in that business. And so I love that statement. Thank you so much, Bev. I got another one. It says, and y'all know I'm gonna love this one. You make what 
whatever you give your attention to your truth. So if you don't want something, don't focus on it. You make whatever you give your attention to your truth. So if you don't want it, don't focus on it. What does that mean? Bev, you can answer, or anybody in the room, you could answer and come up and say where that sits with you. Well, you know, we've been talking about visualisation and I was saying that I've been a dreamer my whole life, but it's only just... Now, I know sometimes, like, when you say you humans, and I know sometimes you... Always. Tapping, <laughs> tapping your fingers, thinking, when is this girl going to get this? When can she see it for crying out loud? <laughs> Guys, I'm always saying you humans, as if I'm not human, I'm like, you humans, because humans are so fascinating. Oh, my God. It's just like when my dog's sleeping and I'll, I'll get a treat and I'll put it by his nose and I'm thinking, why can't you smell it? It's there. Why can't you smell it? Do you know what I mean? So finally, the penny dropped that actually, I'm a, you know, I, visual, I spend a lot of time in, like, dreamland, you know, this visualisation, but, the, you know, visualising different scenarios. And I'm thinking, well, what if I can harness that? What if I can harness that from a place of power? I mean, it's just like, yes. you know, it's just like my mind is just well and truly blown right now. And that's the thing, like so many people, you can. And that's the truth. Like what we don't recognize is, and this is why I love this statement, because it says, whatever you give your attention to, that becomes your truth. And in yesterday's room, I was speaking about the power of truth and how truth is shifting and changing all of the time. But are we willing to adapt? What we don't recognize about truth is it's just an idea that we've believed again and again and again and again and again. And that's the only reason that it's true. So can you imagine if you started to write a different idea about your life or you could write a different um idea about something that you want to experience and in my 5am club this morning I gave them a plug and I said to them that I used to write I still do but I wrote a letter it was about a 12 page letter and it was a thank you letter and it was basically it was a thank you letter as if I had received everything I wanted so I wrote it before anything happened and it was as if I had received everything I wanted. One thing I will add, if you're going to do this, which you absolutely should, you need to think about the feelings attached to the things. So for instance, it's like, like I woke up and it's like, thank you so much for this beautiful, amazing garden that I get to meditate in and sit by my waterfall. I feel so amazing when I see blah, 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 or when I sit, blah, 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 or when I'm with blah, 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 or as I drink my green tea, like super detailed. And within that letter, I had thanked all of the mentors that had helped me on my journey. I had thanked all of my family members, different people. And I'll tell you guys something, within a year, most of those things that was in that letter manifested. Why? Because your mind does not know your mind. It is a fact. Does not know the difference between what is real and what is fake. So it only knows what you program into it. So because I would wake up and read that every day, I would see it in my mind's eye. I would smell it. I would connect my senses to that letter. Of it manifested. It has to. It's a rule. There are some universal laws that we need to get acquainted with because they work whether we know they're working or not. The secret gave you a basic of the law of attraction. But if you study that law on a deeper level, there's so much different laws. The law of karma, real. What you give out, you get back is a real law. So what happens when we start to give out joy? We get back joy. So when it goes back to this idea of you make whatever you give your attention to your truth, what are you willing to give your attention to? Because some of you stay in, like when Bev says, when I say you humans, you humans are so focused on your reality. I don't really care about my reality because guess what? I know this is old news. I know I created this with my thoughts ages ago. So I'm not too crazy about it. I'm a dreamer. 
But because I'm a dreamer, I'm a doer. And because I'm a doer, I'm a believer. And because I'm a believer, I'm a truster. And I allow all of those things to work out for me, not against me. How do I do that? I recognize that children, children have incredible, when I tell you incredible imaginations, their imaginations are amazing. And as life happens, she says in inverted commas, life happens, we stop dreaming, we stop imagining, we stop visualizing. And we start thinking that the only business that we wake up to every day is the business of now. And I'm just here to tell you that is a lie. There is so much things going on and so many levels and so many dimensions and so many frequencies that you probably have no idea. But what I want to talk to you about is your power and the power that you have to keep dreaming, the power that you have to keep visualizing, the power that you have to wake up every single day and act as those people, think as those people, move as those people. That's the game changer right there. You're in a job that you don't want to be in. Wake up and go there every single day, but sit at the office of where you want to be every single day and see how quickly you get to that office. You're looking at your account and you don't like the figures on there. Visualize some new figures on there. Put some zeros behind there and see what happens. Start to believe that it's possible for you. Because if you make whatever you give your attention to your truth, then give your attention to being great. I've told this story many times before, but last year I, I met someone who kept speaking into me like, you're great, you're great, you're great, till I started to create the affirmation, be great, be great, be great. And up until then, I didn't really give myself permission to be great. But the minute I gave myself permission to be great, and I seriously, when I tell you seriously, blanked out the world, blanked out what being great looked like to any other person, blanked out who was clapping or celebrating or even seeing if I was great, everything started to move. The universe has a way of when you decide, everything conspires and gets behind you to support you. But that's why I say to some of you, you ain't mad enough yet. You ain't done with that foolishness yet. You ain't unhappy with your dysfunction yet. Because you still wake up every single day and think about it. You still wake up every single day and be that person. You still wake up every single day and make those same damn decisions that do not serve you. Or hang around with those people that are not giving you permission to be great. And I'm just saying, I've got a door open. And I'm saying, get in the door, give yourself permission to be great. Because guess what? We're in the business of greatness over here. But you got to decide that for yourself when you're ready. And I was looking at the first lesson that I did in Level Up in January 2021. And some people walked into that door who didn't have the money to pay to be in that room. And I declared, by the time you finish this course, you're going to have a job. You're going to have more money than you ever walked into this room with. And how much of the manifested jobs in those four months. I don't talk about this stuff. I live about it. I be about it. But some of y'all don't believe me yet. You're worried about your reality. You're worried about your circumstance. And every single day you're waking up and choosing the same frequency of it. Therefore, you're creating it. And I'm saying, shoot your shot higher. It's clearly shoot your shot season. I walk out my house and every single day someone's trying to chat me up. <laughs> it's shoot your shot season. <laughs> Y'all better get in the season of shooting your shot. Shoot your shot higher, aim higher. And as you aim higher, call yourself higher. As you aim higher, walk higher. As you aim higher, talk higher. That's where it starts to change. That's where you start being a different version of your truth that maybe you never gave yourself permission to be before. Sorry, Bev, the spirit licked me. Got one more statement. It says, the standard of success in life is in direct reflection to the amount of joy 
When you feel joy, deep joy in anything, you feel successful. Ouch. The standard of success in life is in direct reflection to the amount of joy. I mean, I just need to ask the room, have any of you seen success like that? Anybody? Miss Bev? Are you there? Oops, probably spoke her somewhere. <laughs> the standard of success in life is in direct reflection. Are you back? Yeah, sorry. It's okay. Um, no, I hadn't thought of it like that, actually. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, obviously, when you're successful, you feel joyful, but I didn't think about the relationship. Love that. Mm. The standard of success in life is in direct reflection to the amount of joy. When you feel joy, deep joy, in anything, you feel successful. Think about it. When you feel joy in your relationship, like deep joy, you believe that's a successful relationship. But then, but then I suppose, when you feel such deep joy, the lens through which you look, look at life, it changes, doesn't it? Everything. You know that saying, looking at life through rose-colored glasses, but not from a place of, I won't say the word weakness, but it's from a powerful place, yep. you know what I mean? And that's you why it's success. Yes. And I think that when we're not necessarily holding ourselves in account to being in a state of joy or a state of happiness, we're looking at life in those same lenses. We're looking at it with the lack of joy. We're looking at it with the lack of happiness. We're looking at it with the lack of freedom. And so things don't seem like they're available to us. All you got to do is be in a, when I say like a deeply fulfilling loving relationship and I swear to God you feel like you can conquer the world nothing really matters apart from that love that you feel it's just like when you have a baby and you're just seriously in love when you get past the season like me or oh it's looking at me or oh it's ugly or, oh messed up my life when you actually love that moment nothing else matters when you see your children winning or your loved ones winning or people you love winning and the joy that you feel, nothing else matters but that joy. And that's the choice that we have. That's the state of frequency and vibrational state that we can get to tune into every single day. I remember how hard it was for me a couple months ago when my granddad had passed and there was so much difficulty around the situation and not been able to travel and yada, yada, yada. And I just kept searching for the joy. And when people were messaging me like, how are you? And I was saying, I'm good. But then they might see me break down. I was really good because I was holding on to the joy. I was dancing with the love. I was connecting to how he would want me to be happy. And so I couldn't feel sad. He lived a good life. He did what he came to do. And he's gone home to his creator, his father. And I'm going to choose to live in gratitude about that. That's a choice. I encourage each and every single one of you guys to ask yourself, do you hold yourself accountable to tune into joy? Do you hold yourself accountable to being happy? I mean, like really happy. You know, some days I lie down in my bed and I'm like, God, I'm so happy. And it's not attached to nothing or no one. I'm just happy with the person that I'm choosing to be. I don't have everything I wanted or everything I'm going to achieve, but right here, right now, I am seriously happy. And the more that I can tap into that happiness now is the more that I can create happiness in my next. Some of you think when I, when I do my training with fitness and stuff, I always say to people, you think when you get that body, you're going to be happy. And this is a reminder that I have to constantly give myself when my weight shifts. 
Am I any more happy when I'm that size? No, because I find something else to pick at. Am I any more happy when I have the most amazing man? No, because then I start looking at, oh, the car I'm driving. So when you start to recognize that happiness is an inside job and it's not attached to no one or no thing, the game shifts. And yeah, I refer to life as a game. I truly believe that it is. So it's about recognizing right here, right now, can I be happy? And if I'm not, why not? What can I do to deeply fulfill myself? What can I do to date myself? What can I do to enjoy myself? Because the more that you can enjoy yourself, date yourself, love yourself, guess what, guys? You're going to give that energy out. It's not the opposite way around. You're not waiting for that energy to come to you. You are a powerful manifester. You are a powerful creator. You are an absolutely incredible, dope-ass human being. Give that to the world. That's who you are. I don't care what your current circumstances look like. I don't care what the teachers or your parents told you. I don't care if your job or people don't see or value you. This is your season. This is your time. This is for you to see you like you've never seen yourself before. Set your code of conduct and conduct yourself in a manner like a king or a queen. Conduct yourself like a goddess, says I, rolling around in the grass. Yes, queen, yes. <laughs> conduct yourself like the incredible, amazing human being that you are. See yourself as that being. Find joy in that being. Find happiness in it. And I swear, stuff starts to happen around you and you're just like, oh, well, <laughs> it is what it is. We say that, but we don't live it. But when you start living, it is what it is. That's a different level of trust. And the universe likes to have fun with you when you decide to set these high intentions and these high vibrations and these high frequencies. It likes to give you curveballs to see if you're gonna stay in that state of being or you're gonna bounce back to the current state of rubbish. So I'm just saying, I'm just passing through on this Thursday morning to say, I've got joy in my heart. I got so much joy in my life. I'd be happy for no goddamn reason because I'm just happy. And so I want you guys to be the same. I want you to pick joy. I want you to pick happiness. I want you to be conscious and aware of what you choose to tune into every single day. And if you find that you're waking up unhappy or miserable, maybe you need to do something before you go to sleep, like journal out your feelings, listen to some good music, just reset yourself. A lot of us go to sleep with things on our chest and we wake up with them in our head. Nurture your body, every part of it. Not just exercise for your physical body, not just praying for your spiritual body, not just eating good for your physical body, not just journaling or exercising for your mental body. Nurture all of your body, your emotions, your mind, your spirit, and your physical body. They all need attention. Do you understand how magnificent you are? Do you have to take care of four bodies within your one body? That's amazing. But it's something that if I was you, I would take time to do. If I was you, I would build a relationship with every part of myself. Because then it gives other people and other things less power. Some of y'all, you humans, let other people and things dictate your emotions and you're never going to win because until you have emotional intelligence, nah, this world will fuck with you. I tell my boys that every day they want to be footballers and I say, yo, I'm allowing you to feel because your feelings are important, but you manage your feelings. You don't let the world do that because when you step on that pitch, they're going to chuck some stuff at you and you need to play ball. So we're going to play ball, period. 
Just the same way that I'll speak to them about their mental game. I need you to wake up every single day and affirm that you're great. I need you to wake up every single day and affirm that you're powerful. I need you to wake up every single day and affirm that you're going to conquer some things that have been trying to come up against you because you're a badass, period. I'm going to need you to affirm some things into your mental state of being because that's just how powerful you are. Just as much as I'm going to need you to check in with your spirit is it dense? Is it low? Because if you don't check your spirit, your spirit is costing you some things. Your energy, bro, your energy is opening rooms for you right now or is making doors shut in your face. And that ain't no one's responsibility but yours. Your energy is expensive. Don't give that to anybody. Don't give your energy to anybody. Do you know how valuable you are? You don't get to just be around anybody and anybody don't get to just be around you because they have an effect on your spirit. But some of y'all want to stay around the same people, wake up every day feeling miserable and drained and you don't know that it's the people you're surrounding yourself with. These things are important. Don't nurture your body when you're lying in a hospital bed. Nurture it now. Julie gave us a challenge this week to eat raw. And just by her setting that intention, I've been so conscious about what I'm putting in my body. And even if we're not eating raw, we're making healthier conscious decisions to like find out about what we're actually putting in our bodies and what it's doing. You are so valuable, so valuable. But do you value yourself enough to think about these things? To pick joy, to pick happiness, to stand up inside of yourself and own yourself and say, I'm gonna give the best version of me to the world. You know what? I'm going to wake up today and like myself first. So any other like is a plus. Lisa Nichols says that and I love it. Today I woke up and I liked myself first. So any other like is a plus. Give yourself happiness. Give yourself joy. And just to leave, I want to share a statement that I wrote on the 11th of the 12th, 2020. It says, I don't know who wrote this, but apparently it was me because it says I'm ready to love. <laughs> says I'm ready to love. I'm just putting it into the universe that I'm ready for a deeply fulfilling relationship. I'm ready to love. I'm ready to connect to another soul that deeply excites me and supports me entirely in feeling whole. I'm ready to manifest the life of my dreams. A husband, a partner, a reflection of me. I'm ready to level up to go out into the world as my best self. I'm ready to step into the world being completely and utterly me and no one else. I'm ready to scale up, I'm ready to share, I'm ready to teach, I'm ready to inspire the blessings and abundance of God. I'm choosing positive thinking to lead. I'm choosing truth to be. I'm acknowledging and embracing every single aspect of me. I am healthy, I am abundant, I am proud of me, period. I am prosperous, I am loving me. Today, I choose to be an example of discipline and obedience and humbleness and success. I'm writing it out so it's clear. I wanna hit those 10K months in the first quarter of the year. I'm gonna scale up my followers. I'm gonna have impact over influence. I'm giving so high that my team finds me. I am building a multi-billionaire business diligently and authentically. I am writing books. I am seeking out courses. I am filling rooms. I'm changing lives. I'm in the business of changing lives. I'm creating products that deeply heal people. I'm an intentional boss. I'm an incredible wife. I'm a big ass, creative, mind-blowing boss and a goddess always. I thrive in my feminine energy and I make magic happen in my masculine energy. I make rooms move. I make moves. I am dope now. 
I am confident. I am confident. I am debt free. I'm a magnet for miracles. I'm a game changer. I'm the greatest alchemist of all time. Everything I desire is mine. I'm hosting life-changing retreats. I am overbooked and sold out all year. I'm trusting the process of life and I'm giving back in ways that completely and utterly blow my mind. I am the block. I build the school. I'm sharing content. I'm in my bag. I'm in my purpose and I'm in my prayers and I am happy. I am free. I am me, unapologetically. Real ass woman. That's me, Coach T. I want you to start talking over your life. I want you to speak things in before they come. And I want it to become a lifestyle for you because I want you to recognize the power of what happens when you do. Miss Bev? I don't think that she meets. Miss Bev, I think she did it by accident. But I just want to thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. I want you to continue to step in your power. I want you to continue to find your joy and have fun with it. Be your joy. Find your happiness. Be your happiness. Share your joy. Share your happiness because it is absolutely infectious when you do. Has anybody got anything to say before we get out of this room? Nobody? Great. Have an incredible day, guys. Rising grand, Miss Anita. you like that and one thing I want to say sometimes we forget our happiness because we live in our responsibilities and the expectations of what we expect from ourselves I was talking to my son's coach yesterday because they've just signed in for a new team and um he said that I said I noticed when he came in his energy had shifted and I was going how's football how's football and he was like "Mm -mm." so do you see what I mean he's woke up in the same "Mm -mm." because he went to sleep in the "Mm -mm." So I was speaking to his coach and his coach basically said to him, um, he said, what's happening is he watched him and he was playing so good. He was playing so good, but he was mad within himself. And the coach kind of was like, I feel like he has these expectations when he walks into new rooms. I said, "Mm -mm." I said, the expectations that he has are of himself. And it doesn't matter how great it looks to other people. If he doesn't feel like he delivered the best within himself, he's so mad, he's so angry, he's so disappointed. And I was like, wow, that boy is my child. And sometimes that's why we forget our happiness. He loves football. But you see, if he made a small decision, like he went out to play before he went to do football, so he's naturally tired, that could offset his mood. So it's about making better decisions. Some of us are unhappy because we are living these lives where we have to expect to step into something. We're expecting this greatness that we're missing the greatness that we've already produced. We're missing the greatness that we're living in right now. We're living the opportunities that we're standing in. We're missing it because we've forgotten how to celebrate it. We've forgotten how to be happy. I pray you find your joy, Miss Anita, and I pray that you remember your happiness. I will. These are tears of joy. Amen. Thank you for sharing. And I love seeing you share more. Do more of that. Yes, please. I will. Amen. Miss Tina, Grand Rising, Rising Grand. Hey, you thought you had made me quiet, right? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I was like, the whole room quiet, son. (laughs) I just wanted to say thank you. Um, it's really good to be reminded that we can choose joy. 
sometimes I feel like I get caught up in what's going around, like you said, the human, what my day reality looks like. I get caught up in that and I forget that I can choose joy. I forget that I can hustle for my joy. I forget that I can, yeah, just choose that one thing in that moment that makes me happy. And I'm going to speak to some people in the audience and you know who you are. I'm not going to call you out, but you should be unmuting and coming up here and sharing your truth with Tanya. Because then you don't have to call me and tell me about it. But um, no, seriously, the circumstances that are in our lives, the people that we have, whether we call them family or whoever, and what we think is, yeah, we have to live with this. We have a choice to choose joy in every moment and every situation. And Tanya, I know you was guessing your scale, but I just wanted to remind you that actually joy is higher than love. So love is 500 and joy is 540. I thought, so I remember the number 540, but I didn't, I don't think, did I say a number around joy? I don't think I said the number around joy because I... said something a bit lower. You said something like 140 or something, but you were right with the 40, but it's 540. So I love that it's love first and then joy is higher than that. That's what I love. That's beautiful. I think that's what people need to recognise. Thanks for reminding me because I think that sometimes that's why for me, my base frequency is love intentionally because I know that from love, everything can come up if you get what I mean. And one thing that I will say is I say this often, no matter the question, love is always the answer. Yeah, and I think as well, because so much of us might intentionally reach for, for um, love, but then we don't choose joy in our love. Mm. So I could say I love my children, which I 100% do, but then I'm going to reach for joy in that love. Amen. You understand? We have to. So, so it, it's really great to, to know that love is 500 as a conscious frequency, because everything is energy, baby. and 540 is what joy is. So, and then you can scale up that scale. And also, Alonzo's in the room and he gave me a stick, actually. It's on a stick, but it's a principle to live by. And it don't matter, like, sometimes if I went to him with a situation, he's just like, hmm, just love it away. Just love it away. And I love it because if you actually thought, instead of trying to, you know, live in the guilt or resentment, what happens when we love things away? when we love them away. And another thing um, that I always like to tap into in loving it away is just letting things be. No matter the question, love is always the answer. And when you start to give yourself permission to live in that state of being, and I think for our family, when we look at the conversation that they had last week, when we look at the way that we can be around each other in rooms, in our truth, it is love, period. It is love that has got us here. And it is love that will take us further. So please, go in the best spirits. Going, being your best selves and knowing you absolutely can pick joy. You absolutely can pick love. You absolutely can pick happiness. And they're all an inside job. A job that you deserve to employ yourself in every single day of your lives. Anybody got anything else to say? Any closing words? Naha, I declare this session complete. Thank you all so much for being here. Be happy. I